everybody? It's your guy, T.Y. Tavana. <laughs> this is Tavana. You this is Tavana. <laughs> let, me get, let me get amped up. Let's see. Sitting here. Alright, start again. <sighs> nope, we're just going to keep going. Cut. It's going to keep going. <sighs> this is if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. But apparently. Podcast. Yeah. Blind Marriage Podcast. We are your host. I'm sorry. There's nobody else. It's just <laughs> us. It's, uh, Tavana isn't enthusiastic. It's usually hard for her to get enthusiastic about stuff because she lets things go in her brain. She no, lets her it's mind because drift. We've been sitting here for 30 minutes and I've been waiting. So I kind of went into relax mode and lay back mode. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You let your mind just drift. That's exactly what happened. You trying to say I have ADHD? Oh, <laughs> uh, you hear that? This is why the subject of today's <laughs> That's podcast. Funny. See how she just tried to speculate that I'm just telling her she has ADHD, and I'm just saying you just want to do with the podcast. Oh no! Topic. Oh yes, it does. Of the day, the topic of the day is with regards to gender roles. Gender roles. Whether you're married dating or just living in society do you feel that your position is binary or not in life as it relates to I'm supposed to do this because I'm a man or do you feel like your role and vice versa for a woman as well or do you feel that your role is non-binary so I always like to start things off with ladies first oh really yeah (laughs) Tavana guess what because this is our second time doing this. <sighs> so, since you want to do the same episode again, you're going to go first so that you can get your points. It's not that I wanted to do it, but the first one was kind of... It ended up being more like an argument that went over an hour and they cut us off. So, we gathered our thoughts and here we are again. Yeah. All right. So, first we're going to... Let's, let's talk about upbringing yeah. and how that prepares your mind or, or you know gets in your mind if there are gender roles or if there's not so I was raised <laughs> by both parents and um, my dad grew up in the church and so I grew up learning and seeing that the man is the provider mm-hmm. and takes care of the family and the wife takes care of home <clears throat> and is, you know, there emotionally and supportive for, supportively <laughs> for the man <laughs> and uh, kids and, you know, the, the traditional style. So I drew up in a traditional, I drew up, <laughs> grew up in a traditional sense. <laughs> And so that's what uh, I believe. Now, it was like tweaked a little bit because of, you know, society and the times that we live in now. So I don't have like a 1950s view of it. Like, woman better stay home and have that food on the table by a certain time or, you know, whatever. I do believe that women, you know, should be able to work. But I do believe that also that women should be able to stay home with and raise their kids the way they want their kids to be raised instead of sending them off to daycare so that 
those people can raise your kids and instill the values and morals in them that they feel is right. So I'm a big advocate for women staying home with their children. But I know nowadays men could stay home with their kids and the wife could be be the breadwinner. But I feel like that's up to you and your spouse to determine what roles you want to take. So I'm not against swapping but for me I feel like I would want to stay home with my kids when they're younger and that my husband should be the provider and are you going to do your upbringing first because I kind of went into like my (laughs) no it's all good no like um but yeah like my upbringing is a little different right so I'm raised by a single mom uh, my dad never married to anybody out of all the kids that he has. He only has five <laughs> now. And so um, so he's never been married. And so my mom, she's been married. Uh, this is her third time being married. But just as it relates to my specifics of how I was brought up, being raised by a single woman, you see her do all of the things. Like she's working all the time. She's encouraging. She's the one supporting you and all these things and I'm the oldest of her children well both my parents children but being raised by a single parent I'm the oldest of her kids and um, you see that and so my beliefs or not even my beliefs but based off of my upbringing before I get into my beliefs but based off my upbringing when you see that dynamic you see it as oh wow this woman is doing everything and how I see that is that I don't see it the way tradition, traditional roles have been. And so I personally see it as a non-binary thing when it comes to working and all those other things, when it comes to um, who is supposed to do what specifically, right? And so I wasn't raised like that. Just, you know, like my mom never said a man is supposed to do this role. Now, she's always talked to me about how like a man should be towards a woman, right? Like, don't be this way, don't act like that, you know, and and then seeing some of the things that she's been through. So when you're raised by that type of person, they try to pour into you their experiences of what they don't want their sons being, you know, specifically being for a male, for her young male, uh, from a female perspective of like, hey, don't be this type of guy. You know, be a person who is responsible and be this guy that does the right thing when it comes to being a person having the right character in this world that we live in. So treat women with respect. Um, don't be physically abusive to women as well, as much as that, that should, it should be something that should be unsaid, but even that's going to be something brought up in our conversation as well as, as it relates to um, things that who should be doing what, and who shouldn't be doing what and and it comes to those roles. So my upbringing is seeing a single woman, seeing her do everything. um, And I understand that she can't play the role of a man, right? So I never saw her as, um, I want to be like my mom one day when I grow up. I probably saw her as, I kind of have an expectation of having a woman in my life that that puts in the same effort as like, hey, I'm going to go out here and take care of the family um, by any means necessary type stuff. And so when you see that and you get in a relationship, you kind of like adopt that, that upbringing of like, oh, you know, like 
do you you know what's your goals and what's your ambitions and what what are you what are you thriving towards right now and um, and seeing it more as like a partnership right because with my mom being a single mom and seeing that I for sure definitely didn't want to be a dad who didn't be a, who wasn't around his kids right like I felt like with my siblings us growing up with our mom we shouldn't have had that that shouldn't have been an option at all for us or or an experience that we wouldn't want our own children to have where they're raised not by both parents or heavily involved parents both of them being heavily involved even if they're not together heavily like real co-parenting so i think that from my upbringing that's probably the biggest thing that i saw is like i don't want to be in a relationship where the only one person is the only one doing all the work seeing that so from my perspective um, a woman staying at home and raising the kids is not like, oh, you're doing all the work. It's like we're still sharing and partnering because from my perspective, I feel like um, if all you have really to focus on is making money and I'm handling everything at home and the kids or, you know, everything else, then that kind of frees you up for your thoughts and your your you can just be free to just go and make money because you know that. There's somebody that is taking care of your kids properly and raising them to be good humans because I know for both of us, we don't, well, this is more like on the parent thing, but we don't want our kids to just be kids that we're just raising. We're not raising them. They just live in our house until they turn 18 and then they go out. But if you're really being intentional about raising your kids to be a certain way, and your household to have a certain atmosphere fear and be like a home then a wife's job is is like a huge one so I still see it as a partnership now I do agree that you know women they have things they want to do too they want to have careers or whatever so I do believe that you know once your kids become a certain age then you probably should go out and work because there's not as much for you to do at home when they're not so small that you have to be there all the time. But I also still believe like that, like this is something I said before is, um, that women will, for me, I'm automatically thinking about like, okay, I got to go to the store. This is for dinner, blah, blah, blah. So all the home stuff is natural for me to take on or if the kids are upset or if the the kids need to talk to someone or whatever like I naturally take that on anyways so sometimes I feel like it's kind of uneven because if we're both working full time but then I'm also taking care of the house and the kids and everything still then it kind of seems uneven like women are expected to, to go out and work but then they're also expected to do all this home stuff so well that depends though right so like if your life experience is that and, and so this is where it comes into alright so let me go let me address my beliefs first right so like I strongly believe that if you have two people in a household two are better than one if we both can put in the same type of effort when it comes to Applying like, hey, we're going to go out here and just have a, a, a dual income, right? And not even a sense of like, I go do whatever job, 
No, find something that you're passionate about. All right. So like if you're passionate about something and again, this is also with an asterisk on it. If you're with someone and y'all don't have children, and you decide to be together, you better both be working. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, like no ifs, ands, or buts about it. No debate about it. From my end, people's going to have a different opinion. I don't. I personally don't care because it's not going to change my view on it. That's my belief. Like, I agree with that because this is not like back in the day when you did have to make everything from scratch and you had to like... <laughs> wash clothes by hand like we have so many amenity we have so many things that make it easier which is why i said like once your kids get older and they're in school and they they don't need somebody to be there every second like that women should work so i definitely agree that if you don't have kids then like you know you should go do something that brings in money that brings in money yes yes because <laughs> <laughs> like my thing is this um, well, what I was going to say, because I kind of got sidetracked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something else. Um, oh, yeah. What I was going to say was, I don't believe in stay-at-home wives, but I do believe in stay-at-home moms. Right? So, like, if you have young children that are not in school, then I can respect the fact that you want to stay home and be the one that's bringing them up. You're investing into them, into their their education and their understanding of of pouring into them and not sending them to a daycare with strangers who have no care about you know their upbringing and the the morals and what they're being fed as it relates to information and food. Um, there, there's no mindfulness. Right. So like I respect it all the way up to a certain degree. Now, if your children are homeschooled and you and your spouse agree that you want to do the homeschool option, then it obviously is better fit for that stay at home already mom to stay at home further because she's furthering the education of the children. And she is there with them pretty much now 24 seven is no longer like. Uh, on occasion when they were infants up to six years old before they started kindergarten. Now this is up until they're like junior high at least, you know, for the most most part, because most parents usually sometimes send their high schoolers to regular high school sometimes if they're not willing to homeschool them beyond, you know, if they're not willing to homeschool them beyond junior high, they'll let them go to high school. But if they are willing to go beyond that, they usually are at home completely up until the age of 17, 18 years old. So I get that. With that being said, now it comes into play income, right? If I'm balling, and, that, and this is where, again, the asterisk in what I'm bringing up. If we're together in a scenario where the perfect scenario is that we don't have kids, we both should be working. And in the perfect scenario, you get pregnant and because we were financially and fiscally responsible, that we both mutually agree upon, like, hey, we don't want our children being raised by daycare workers. You go ahead and stay at home, wife, and I'll go and continue further in our journey of trying to bring in an income. Now, what the asterisk on that is, 
what does y'all's income look like? Because will her staying home have a negative impact if you've lived above your means or at your means? Now, if we are financially and fiscally responsible, we should be living below our means, right? And society standards, especially with this coronavirus going on and the reason why they're coming up with these stimulus packages, they're derived based off of the average American has less than $1,000 in savings. So we as a country already already live above our means. The fact that we don't even have three months of savings to take care of our financial responsibilities towards our home life and our, and our, and our family life as a to- in its totality, it kind of shows you. And so that's why for me, in a perfect scenario, if we're both financially responsible in the beginning, I can see us coming together. But then you got to look at Tavana and I's situation. This is where we start to bump, bump heads a lot, where it comes into where you taking a belief that you have and trying to merge it into a lifestyle that you don't have, right? So like, if I'm already still trying to be, hey, I'm trying to make it, quote unquote, make it still, and we decide, uh, or the decision is to say, hey, I want to be, I, I would prefer the choice of being at home. I would like the option of staying home. That also means that the mindfulness of that choice means that we, if we're going to be responsible, you need to make a choice of scaling back. Like significantly, you can't keep the same lifestyle. And that's probably why I look at it like that in a different way where, hey, in the beginning, you know, there was a point where Tavana decided that she wanted to not um, work at the previous company she was at before. And I struggled with that like bad. Because in my mind, I'm like, we're just getting started. We've never had a consistent two-income household that was solid. And I felt like that was being disrupted, right? And so by the grace of God, things still panned out and worked out. But there's things that if I recall in it that I still didn't like about the everyday struggle of still trying to make ends meet, though. And I feel like that was like, because our marriage was already, you know, we the foundation was... Yeah. was very rocky. So I feel like that when I quit my job at the courthouse, our son was two years old. <clears throat> so I really strongly felt like I just need to stay home. Um, it's, it was more beneficial anyways for, because you guys know that daycare is hella expensive. So it was like pointless to even, and that's not what I want to do anyways, is send my kids to daycare. I want to be the one to raise them um so it was pointless financially and on top of that I didn't want to do it so to me it made sense to stay home which is how I was raised anyways that you know the wives should be able to stay home and raise their kids so that really made us bump heads like even more because we didn't think about our backgrounds and how yeah. You know, in his mind, it was like, oh, I need to be out here hustling and making stuff happen like his mom. And in my mind, it was like my dad took care of us and made sure that the lights was on or whatever. It was his job because he's a man. So it's your job as a man to provide for us. And <clears throat> yeah, we bumped heads a lot <laughs> during that time. So. Oh, <laughs> just wanted to kind of <laughs> put the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You to make a but. point. That, I thought you was leading to something. <laughs> okay, so 
Now you know why she stayed home, I guess. But um, no, I'm going back to where I was at. Is yeah, it was. It's one of those things where if you're listening, you it definitely comes down to communication. Everyone has to communicate where they are, and you have to think about everything in totality. It can't just be because of what you personally believe and what you only want to do. You got to look at the big picture of everything and be willing to say, hey, if I'm willing to move forward with this decision, I'm also willing to sacrifice something too, right? And I think a lot of times we make decisions without understanding that you have to be willing to make certain sacrifices. Like, I agree, like, the benefit that Manny had of him being at home with his mom is more beneficial than trying to go work a job just to only pay for the daycare of someone else raising your kid. But at the same time, it would be also financially and fiscally responsible for individuals to say, hey, then we have to scale back. Maybe we need to fall back and not renew our lease or live and downsize our living situation so that we can financially be able to do things without having certain unnecessary experiences financially. But that's why having pre-marital counseling is very beneficial. It helps you work out all these things like before you're even married because we didn't think of this like it was just recently like probably a year or two ago that we even like came to the understanding of like you know what we have different (laughs) expectations as far as how we were raised and what our gender role beliefs are or whatever and that's probably why we clash and then on top of that um financially struggling doesn't help with this at all because you know in your mind you're like listen we both need to be working we need to be out here because we ain't got money like that right and then in my mind it's like why are we over here struggling like you need to pick it up you need to be a man like what the heck like obviously i didn't say that to him (laughs) like that because that's that's not how you talk to your husband but (laughs) that's how i felt though so attitude was (laughs) Yeah, so we both had an attitude with each other, but we weren't coming straight out like, because you know he was upset that I that I decided to stay home with Manny. So in his mind, it was like, nah, you need to be out here. You know, that's that's his his action. How I felt that he was his um, attitude was, and then you know how my attitude was was we need to go make this money and man up. <laughs> so we just both were not saying those things to each other so we didn't know like what it was that was causing the clash but we just had different beliefs on what we should be doing but I know even before I've said things like um about like you know changing the tire getting the car fixed or even taking out trash or something like hey you the man go kill that spider or whatever like you're supposed to want to do that like to me I feel like even if it's even if I was the breadwinner and I was just making so much money and he stayed at home with the kids, like for me, it's more of your attitude about it. Like, do you want to? In my mind, it, it's a manly attitude to want to like take care of your family and be the leader and be a provider and be a um, a person that is making us feel secure or whatever. So, um, it seems like. Like, you don't have that attitude if you're like, no, you need to go out here and be hustling just as much as me to bring in money. So I guess that's kind of like what the thing is. 
It's even if it's not the actual finances, if I was making more, like just the attitude about it is like, dang, okay, like, so you don't want to be <laughs> this way or whatever, provider. But see, again, that's your beliefs, right? So, like, again, I don't see it as a man being less of a man because he wants his woman to go out there and co-labor with him. But that's where it comes down to you believe it to be different, right? So, like, I believe it as if we're in this together, like, no one's saying you need to do the same type of job as me. No one's saying that you need to make as much as me. What I'm saying is that won't our lives be easier if we were able to attack this thing on both sides? Just but, so like, that how I feel is, like, wouldn't it be easier if we both were attacking home stuff, too? And then, like, you'll say... I'm sure you'll say, like, okay, well, if you ask, then I will help with the home stuff. But, like I said before, like, our minds, well, my mind automatically goes to, like, handling home things. And then for me to ask you, it's like, okay, then I also have to remind you to do it. And then I have to, you know, like, because I don't think that you are always thinking, like, oh, I need to hit up Ty Ty's teacher because of this or that. Or I need to go to the store so we can eat this for dinner. Like, those things are not top priority in your mind but for me that's natural those are natural thoughts so I'm just going to do them as they come as opposed to me adding more work to myself by trying to remind you to do them because you're not naturally inclined to do certain household things so that's where it seems kind of like lopsided so what it sounds like is that you just got to be willing to say hey I don't want this part in what we're doing and we just have to come to a mutually agreed upon thing of how can we compromise if you're not because that's where compromise comes into play whether you got to remind me or not just like my mindset is I want you to go out there and make some type of income even right now I wouldn't care what you make per hour right now it will alleviate anything even if I'm thriving to try to go out and work more than you and and this is a whole nother thing, so I don't even want to go down this rabbit hole because it just made me think of other things. But my point that I want to make sure I just get directly to is you just have to be, as an individual and in relationship with someone else, be mindful of what it is that you both want um, out of the relationship and have real conversations about future expectations really sit down and game plan and legitimately document what it is that you want. Like, I, f I strongly believe in documentation holds people more accountable. If you have a contract, no matter you see it every day or not, if someone puts it in your face, regardless of what point in time that they put it in front of you, you have to abide by the terms whether you like it or not. And I feel like that, to me, puts people in a position of accountability. When you sign off or you agree to something and you put it down in writing, just like we do with our dreams and what we do with instruction and chore lists with our kids and what our jobs assign us with tasks at our jobs. We're accustomed to doing these, but we want to remove them from our own personal desire of making it a pattern for ourselves. And I think that when you're in a relationship, if you don't system, like create some type of system for yourself in your relationship it is going to be based off of relying off of I got to remember to tell him because he's not used to this or she needs to do certain things or I got to make her not feel like she's obligated to certain things because she doesn't want to feel like 
she's having a partner in being part of the bread winning team or whatever, whatever the belief is, right? Like you got to come to a point of decision making for what do you both want out of this moving forward and then document that. If we're not documenting it, we're just wishful, just throwing stuff out there and we're settling because there's no real affirmation towards the decision being made. Like you didn't affirm it by writing it down. You didn't affirm it by putting your name to pen down on the document saying, yep, I agree to this, these terms. Because all it turns into a thing is if, if it's not, all we're going to do is go through the same cycle. It's going to be like, well, I don't want to do that. Why do we have to do that? Or, well, you should know, or we should, I should have reminded you or whatever it is. Like to me, I'm all about accountability it's a lot easier to be accountable when you don't make it to be a thing where I have to remember or I have to put on you to try to remember when you don't have a habit. No one has a habit of anything. If you don't have a habit of exercising, you are going to forget days. You don't. If you don't put it down as an intentional thing that you push yourself to do, and then when you do have a reminder or something written down, then you now have to will yourself. Now it's accountability to self to submit yourself to those choices and those options that you said that you're going to do. If you know that you ain't supposed to eat certain things and you know you're supposed to get up and work out at a certain time and you got these alerts and these reminders to tell you that and you don't do it, you are only accountable for your lack of success, not someone who's trying to tell you what you should have did and what you shouldn't have done. And so you got to put that same leverage of accountability in your relationship. That's how I look at it when it comes to things moving forward. I feel like Upbringing played a big part into a lot of our clashing of how we viewed the viewed our relationship because she wasn't raised by a single mom. Like, and I was. She was raised by both parents. I was not, right? So like, so to me, I feel like everyone has something to learn when it comes to those, those upbringing and those perspectives. And I think even going back to what we talked about just moments ago, which is, you got to just know what each other want and be able to be willing to submit yourself to, hey, are you willing to even sacrifice yourself, sacrifice your own pride to submit to what, at least in part of what that other person wants? Okay, so I also have a scripture reference. <laughs> so looking at Ephesians chapter 5 and starting at verse 21, well, 22. Okay, so it says, For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife, as Christ is the head of the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands and everything. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any blemish instead she will be holy and without flaw in the same way husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies for a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself no one hates his own body but feeds and cares for it just as christ cares for the church um okay yeah i'll stop there so that was verse 29 so i feel like this scripture kind of shows us where God puts us sort of in gender roles. It doesn't say anything specifically about like this person make the money or this person do this or this person do that. But ultimately wives, which is how I feel, want to be loved and um, protected 
and wants to want to feel like secure yeah because it even says like no one hates his own body but feeds and cares for it just as christ cares for the church so um yeah i feel like that's ultimately what wives want is love and security and protection and i feel like husbands according to this too they want respect and they want to be able to be the leader and be in charge would you say that's accurate from what something that a husband would want like respect and to yeah. feel like the leader yeah. of the family <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> what it's the way you ask it you sound so unsure of when you say is that what you like you don't say it with confidence like yeah that should be something that you would want right like you sound like because if I assume, then you'll be like, oh, you're just assuming what I what no, a man wants. Ask the question we in confidence. You're not assuming. <laughs> just ask the question in confidence. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> that's the scripture reference that I have. So all in all, I feel like um, if you guys, like Ty said, if you come to an agreement for what specifically your role will be in your relationship, like ultimately i feel like if as long as you're giving your husband respect and honoring him as as the head of your house and you guys both do what you agreed to do and the husband is loving his wife and family and protecting you know them making them feel secure then ultimately whatever roles you choose maybe it's Maybe the wife, the wife loves spiders and she wants to kill those. <laughs> and the husband's scared. Like, you know, <laughs> that's between your family to come up with what you see fits. Maybe yeah. the wife wants to be the, the breadwinner and the husband is more caring and loving and wants to stay home with the kids or they both just want to work and, you know, whatever. That's for you to determine in your own household. But it's very vital to get that stuff down <laughs> and in advance and to come to some sort of agreement so that you won't clash because it will happen if you don't talk about this. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that you're never going to clash. It's just to kind of like final thought and on my side is I believe that gender roles are not binary. I, I think that roles when it comes to the relationship is dictated by the two people who are in the relationship. If you decide this is what you want out of the relationship and the other person that you're in a relationship with agrees and that's how your life is. There is no right or wrong because it goes back to the scripture reference that she gave. It doesn't talk about career roles. It doesn't talk about household duties. It doesn't address any of the things that most relationships bicker and banter about. It talks about what are you willing to do to sacrifice to let that person know that you love them to the end and then the other person needs to know how to honor and respect that person and making them feel that and what you deem to be honoring and respecting is what you deem to be honoring and respecting for yourself and that other person reciprocating that understand or you know that that act onto what you feel like you need and vice versa it's, it has to be a, a point of if you think loving honoring and willing to sacrifice for your spouse is hey you choosing to be the breadwinner and the other one not or vice versa then you just need to decide that this is what you guys look as this person is willing to sacrifice for me um, and and work out and work through that be willing to work through that don't get caught up in and 
your traditions of what you think you grew up with, thinking that that is the standard because not everybody grows up the same, as you can see with us. We don't grow up, the, we didn't grow up the same, and so we have different perspectives. So we have to come to a point of compromise that we both feel like it's a win win for the long term aspect of our relationship. All right. Well, that's all we got. (laughs) Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you check us out on all streaming platforms Apple, Spotify, Google Play. Share with your friends. Share. (laughs) Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. We love you guys. Love you. Peace. Peace and hair grease.